द मिस्ट्री ऑफ चिकी I was 7 when I received chiki as a birthday gift. Now don't you start about irresponsibility and people shouldn't give living creatures as gifts to anybody especially to kids. I know all about that. I know folks aren't always prepared to look after them and they often get wickedly abandoned. But that wasn't the case here. First, we lived in the countryside surrounded by every domestic animal you can think of. dogs of course cats ducks cows horses chickens and pigs so animals were part of my life i knew how to look after them nurse them when they were sick and groom them every day second i'd been begging for a horse of my own or a dog or even a pig but mine not a family pet and not a working or breeding animal such a frivolous creature as a pet is not the way on a farm Joker followed dad everywhere but he was a working dog and Tammy always hung around in whatever room mum was in but she was a champion mouser which is why she was bedded down in the kitchen at night My sister loves the ducks but she marshaled them every day in and out of our vegetable patch where they ate all the invading bugs and insects I was responsible for the hen coop and did my duties unfailingly But those chickens didn't fill my soul. To have such a powder puff as a purely pet creature was considered a ridiculous indulgence. But what can I say? I craved indulgence. I was 6 years old. Anyhow, short story long, I received Chicky as a birthday gift. No cardboard carton with fancy gift wrap and elaborate satin bows hinting of exciting secrets inside like in the movies. After I'd done my early morning chores and enjoyed my birthday breakfast, mom and dad exchanged conspiratorial grins and dad glanced approvingly at my sister, who left the table and ran back a few minutes later with a bit of yellow fluff in a wicker basket. I was crushingly disappointed. but tried manfully not to show it a chicken i already looked after dozens of those that's when the chicken made a most unchicken like sound and i went scrambling around the table in paroxysms of delight that's how chicky got his name his ancestry must be particularly tangled because other than his distinctive yellow color He has no recognizable lineage. His is not the face to draw even the smallest number of ships. But that's because the best part of him is not visible to the casual observer. Sometimes the first we'd know a person or animal was sick or injured was that Chicky would attach himself to them. He'd have sensed something or smelt or heard what it was we've never discovered. but he knew you were sick before you knew it yourself and he'd stay beside you till you got better if he left his ward you'd know for sure it was on the mend otherwise he would never abandon his post two sick animals had to be put in the same barn otherwise he'd wear himself ragged running between them so while he was nominally my pet he turned out to be a working 
nurse dog. Once I'd got into a particularly nasty altercation with a rooster in the hen house, and in fleeing those vicious claws and beak, I'd stumbled all over the fluttering, squawking chickens, and despite being normally sure-footed, had wound up measuring my length in the muck. Picking up myself and my bruised bride, I'd finished my work, muttering darkly at the rooster as he ruffled his wings angrily at me from his perch. From the next day, Chicky, normally one to be always coming and going, started dogging my footsteps. Would not leave me for a second. I remember Dad setting me up on the kitchen table and questioning me, where did it hurt? I kept saying nothing was wrong and I wasn't fibbing. Dad started examining me limb by limb and when he reached my foot and pulled off my sturdy lace-up boot, I winced. Chicky confirmed the diagnosis with a flurry of licks. There was no swelling or anything to indicate it, but there was indeed a hairline fracture, which must have resulted from my dust-up with the rooster. How Chicky knew that is more than I can say. Dad said he'd headed off many a problem at the farm with his early warning system, and he blessed the day he'd brought him home for me. Chicky had another idiosyncrasy. He needed vacations. Since he was always on his self-imposed duty, he needed to recharge his batteries periodically. And so, every now and then, he disappeared. Have you any idea how difficult it is to hide from a normally inquisitive boy who knows his surroundings well? Till Chicky came into my life, I'd considered myself the expert on hiding places. But Chicky outhid me in style. The first few times he disappeared, I went looking for him in panic, thinking him sick or lost or injured. The next few times I went looking in puzzlement. How could he possibly have found hiding places that I didn't know of? But he came home only when he was good and ready and not before. So I learned to accept his disappearances and stopped going out looking for him. So when he went off this time, I shrugged and carried on. That night, I didn't sleep well. Not normal for me. I usually knocked off instantly. I lay awake and my leg ached for no reason at all. Anyhow, I did my early morning chicken run before bath and breakfast and school. But when I came home in the afternoon, I was limping. And dad asked me jokingly, Where's that dog of yours? He ought to be here to diagnose you. The next night, the pain in my leg was so intense that I cried out from my bed and mum came in worried. A doctor's visit was in order, they decided. The next morning, I hobbled out to my hen run as usual. I fed the hens and collected the eggs and cleaned out the yard. But when I should have taken off my boots and gone for my bath, instead, I snuck off towards the stream at the edge of our property, calling out, Chicky! Chicky! Are you there? Come home, Chicky, I'm worried about you. But no sign of him. I was taken to the doc, who found nothing wrong with my leg and hinted snidely that I was malingering to bunk school. Dad didn't give that theory much credence, which faith I appreciated. 
I got home and limped straight out towards the stream calling for Chicky and looking high and low for him to no effect. Yet I never thought of looking anywhere else but only straight to the stream as if drawn by a magnet. Long story short, I spent four days of searching, getting more and more agitated as I found no trace of him while everyone mocked me for my unnecessary concern. He'd turn up, he always did. And I had three more nights of crying out in pain from the agony in my nothing wrong with it leg. And on the fourth day of the search, fifth of his going missing, I was beginning to worry that I should be looking elsewhere too. I couldn't explain the immense unease I felt to anyone. I was in a spiral of fearful helplessness, not to mention physical agony, looking wildly up and down the stream. When suddenly, I spied a dirty yellow patch where I had looked a hundred times before and seen nothing. I ran to him, for yes, it was Chicky. Filthy and bedraggled and thin and with a badly broken leg, unable even to bark or cry. Somehow he dragged himself out of his hiding place into the open, giving up on me ever discovering him myself. My heart broke to see my darling nurse dog in such a state and I hadn't been able to reach him in all these days, even though he'd been beaming out a cry for help in a way I simply couldn't explain or even understand. He could barely open his eyes and I yearned so for his raspy pink tongue to reach out wetly for me. But he was too weak for any of that. I stroked him and petted him, pouring out my love and relief at finding him and wondering how to get him home. He was barely alive. I took off my shirt and bundled him into it as tenderly as I could, trying my hardest not to jolt his injured leg. And he accepted it all without even a moan. His trust in me made me cry hot tears of anguish. I carried him back home, easily managing his shriveled weight, for by now I was a sturdy ten-year-old. The pain in my own leg was miraculously gone. Dad drove us hurriedly to the vet and Chick's leg was put in plaster and for the six weeks it would take for him to heal and get back his health and strength and his glossy yellow coat, I was his devoted and ever-present nurse. My Chicky's an old man now, but still on nurse duty. Thankfully, he's never needed my nursing skills again. I'm happy he stayed strong and healthy. Does he head off danger from himself too? And was the break a situation beyond his control? So many mysteries remain unsolved. Chicky himself gives no answers, only thumps his tail joyfully when I question him. <laughs>